0: I absolutely hate how long it took me to realize how much my behaviors were dictated by the things that I was interested in. Um, I always thought I was an individual. I spoke on past episodes how I was (laughs) in the fringe group in high school and kind of like outcasted a little bit. I was just my own person. I just really wanted to do the things I wanted to do be interested in what I wanted to be interested in. And that, that is individuality. But at the same time, you know, socialization is real. So even in that fringe group, there was still so- socialization and influence upon myself. Uh, the clothes, the, the, uh, the, the kind of uh, political ideologies. And I think there's like an immature, especially in this group, an immature um, outlook on the way the world is. Like me, I was a cool black guy, like, oh, well, I think black people are this, but you're you're cool, man. And, I, you know, these are my only friends, so I was just like, you know, whatever. And some of the stuff that people say does make sense. Like, you know, obviously, you know, why can't you just get a job? Why can't you this and that? And Of course, there's a lot of racial uh, politics involved in that as well. History, slavery, all that. But at the same time, a lot of the stuff that we're doing now, we're doing ourselves and I get all that we don't have to get into a racial discussion like I understand that and I'm not trying to side with the white man whatsoever but I'm just saying like giving an example in reference to when I was in high school a lot of the the white kids that I hung out with we all listened to metal and stuff like that obviously we bonded over Slipknot we listened to black metal I was always interested in black metal so I love Norway and Scandinavian music and stuff like that the way they did their thing, but there was some fringe uh, artists that were like, you know, Nazi sympathizers and, and all that. And even then, you know, that's when I, I've always... I'm from Germany, so I've always... Uh, I was fascinated with the Holocaust, not in a sick way, but like uh, in a way that was like, you know, it, it was just a really interesting time and in, point in time in history. My my parents even went to Dachau concentration camp, and that was the closest one to where I lived in and in... Um, you know it, it was just an interesting time, so their interest in that piqued my interest in like why they thought this way and uh, you know, things like that. But of course, it was just edgy teenage bullshit because some of the people I hung around come from really good households, and there was even one golf guy, his name was Kenneth, he was a FedEx driver too, he was a little older than us. He lived in uh, Eastgate, and Eastgate is a hood area, so he would go through there, buy weed, and do stuff. So he hung around a lot of black people, so it was just like you know their fascination sparked my fascination, and I was still I was kind of still like a follower, so even today we listen to music, not even today when we go just a couple years past that when I started getting involved in street politics and and seeing what that world's about, that I had grew up around in Chicago and wasn't even realizing and you know how just the music videos were influencing me because that was what's cool that's what that that's what the girls want they don't it, it, it plays upon nature. And without going too far into it, it's just they were the bad boys. The bad boys were the ones that had multiple girlfriends, the ones that all the girls wanted. So that's what I wanted to be. And I was influenced by my peers. That's what socialization is, the influence of what you absorb around you and how it impacts your life. So TV, movies, music, journals, uh, magazines, your friends, your family, you know, society at large and what impact it makes on you. And that's why we have the trends that we do because of socialization. That's why we have certain thought patterns. That's why people like Trump. That's why people, you know, the, the, the way somebody interacts with the world influences the way we interact with the world. So these days I'm fighting to be absolutely independent. Of course, I still struggle with this as well. I mean, it's not even struggling. It's just you know, your friend likes something, you look at it, oh, well, that's not that bad, you know? I, I like to be open-minded with everything. But at the same time, I don't like the way socialization has impacted the way us as men interact with women. And let me explain, I'm not trying to white knight or none of that shit. If you know me, you know what it is. And I think it's just an important thing to think about. I just did a journal on domestic violence. Uh, in my forensic psych class, we talked about... Um, you know the different types of domestic violence, and this, today I finished my journal, and I was looking at you know treatment for batterer, battery people who batter their wives, um, the success the success rate among different groups of um, you know the best domestic violence counseling. For, for some reason, I can't fucking talk today. Domestic violence counseling, <laughs> and uh, you know it's just a really interesting thing, and having been you know subjected to it myself, how much of our behavior is given to us by society and how toxic it is. I mean, think about the music. I always give this example. And of course, Drake is one of my favorite artists, but no new friends. You know, Um, even some of my music, one of my my songs is called Fuck These Bitches, part one through three. You know, uh, of course, that was speaking on a different time. And a lot of my songs are to capture, or the the titles to my songs are to capture people's attention and not necessarily always about that content, even though those were, but... You know, just the way we look at women is Dictated dictated to us by society We're not trained at home On how to be real men, we're not trained at home On how to be emotionally stable And the thing that's funny to me is that The mistreatment of women Is what's praised You know uh, Fucker than I leave her What did, um, what did little baby say He said um, I'm taking drugs, I don't know how to cope I can't say I miss you, I don't have emotions Something like that even though obviously he's emotionally unstable, which is why he's having a hard time coping, so he takes drugs. So he just contradicted himself the very next line. But the thing that the thing is that that's how it is. So now we're these are the these are the catch lines that we say. These are the things that we popularize, and then really it's just us being influenced and us acting out the influence and being unhappy with the result because that's not how we really feel. These people who say that be the same ones that beat their girl up. Because they're jealous, or the same ones that, you know, they, they don't know how to express their emotions properly, so they do it in a negative way. It's just fucked up psychology. And I had to undo a lot of toxic ideas myself. You know, I, I, it, there is an underlying nature that has to be addressed. We have to address nature. It is what it is, and there's no getting around it. But at the same time, we popularize bullshit. So my question to the guys is, how do we express toxic behavior while at the same time hoping to have this relationship that we have in our heads? When I was in high school, like I've said before, I was a guy that that prided himself on being different. That was my bread and butter. Everybody else is going through all this bullshit, getting cheated on, getting slapped, getting embarrassed. You know, getting nudes and showing them to their friends. I didn't like that. I was I never rocked like that. Like I, I always wanted my the fact that I was different to stand out and it did, but I just didn't have the assets that they had and it's just nature the resources to provide a lot of them were selling drugs, a lot of them come from from money I did not and I did not so I tried to sell drugs and I did, you know that got boring. I was a more of a aggressive violent person, so I wanted to be involved in violence uh stealing uh robbery what you whatever you you name it whatever it has to do with violence I wanted in and I wasn't really concerned with money when I could just take shit so you know even that though that's just being the bad boy okay well you get the girl now what how do you treat her or they think that you're this way and they're attracted to you because of that and then I show them this great wealth of of love and and hope and insight and this and that because around the time I was 17 I started to some changed in me I don't know what it was I don't know if, if it's my mom that was teaching me to think a different way which it probably was now that I say that out loud but some just changed, Like I wanted to, th- this great person inside to come out. I just didn't have the guidance, I didn't have the the character or the the ethic to work on that. I did, I just didn't know where to start. So a lot of the times that manifested into sadness, and uh, in anger, frustration. You know, having this, it's like being, like needing a burp, but not being able to get it out. It's just, I don't, and I would act out because of that. Or I would just, you know, I would, I would wear my emotions on my face. I have a, I'm very expressive. So when I'm angry, I look, you know, furious. When I'm happy, I smile from ear to ear. You know, that's just how I've always been. So with me, I've been learning how to deal with women too. You know, during this time, I've had girlfriends and like my ex, for example, not, not the one I just broke up with, but the one I was married to. You know, I showed her the very best part of me. You know, I took care of her. I wanted her to be happy. Let's figure it all out. I'll work. I'll I'll take less and do more. Even when you spend the money and make excuses, and I was willfully ignorant. You take more. I will do less and be happy with it. Because I I like having her. I like taking care of her. I have uh, naturally, somehow, and maybe it was socialization for me because of people I looked up to and wanting to emulate the things that they did the character they had, because I, I've always been a movie head. I've always loved certain characters in movies. Anime has always been very close and near and dear. So I've always revered certain characters and stuff like that. And even to a certain extent, you know, being being the man of the household that, you know, religion teaches, like uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, they, they have a very toxic outlook. But just being somebody that, you know, the family could respect, you know, I wanted to be that and I would take care of my ex. And I um, eventually found out she was cheating and whatnot which further put me in a spiral and not understanding what I'm doing wrong because shouldn't you be rewarded for good behavior shouldn't you be rewarded for not cheating for and and even during this time like winter time has always been a weird time for me because during the winter for some reason I think that's because it's cuffing season but girls have always you know came out the woodwork summertime everybody home but you know um during this time, just girls like I, I remember my ex Destiny before um, the, the one I was just talking about. She would hit me up. So at the time I would um, my ex was cheating on me, and I was I didn't know she she would go to uh, singing practice. And around that time, my ex would text me, so we would text and uh, talk. And she started saying how much she missed me and this and that. I had a friend named Alonzo. So Alonzo, he, uh, we would all just, his grandma, she was overweight and uh, she primarily just stayed downstairs. And I'm not saying that to be wildly disrespectful. She's, uh, she was very uh, kind to me and she passed away a few years back, rest in peace. But, you know, we would all just go up there and spend the night. We would, you know, smoke and drink or whatever we was doing. And, uh, you know, we we would, (laughs) I was just thinking about a stupid ass instance with him. But we would do whatever we was going to do. And um, she came. And I remember one day we was going to, she wanted me to stay up, you know, so we could do some things. And I fell asleep because that's not been in my character to cheat. I don't really believe in that. I don't really think that if I tell somebody I care about them, that I go out and do things that would hurt them if they found out. That's just bad character. And I still, I I didn't take it. I, I missed her. And I remember we kissed and I told my ex and she had a, she was cheating on me. But yet she had out, uh, you know, This she cut her hair, you know, a girl cuts her hair when there's a, a big transition in life or something like that, or she's pissed off. And uh, we ended up working it out. And it actually helped a little bit because I told her, I was like, hey, man, you know, I saw my ex and I kissed her. Like, this is how I felt about you. I kind of felt like you were treating me like shit. That, that my bad behavior was rewarded. Isn't that crazy? I kissed another girl, told her because I felt bad. And... She, you know, it was a backlash, but she got her act together for a little bit. But when I was good to her, she didn't want that. You know, it, it's just kind of a crazy thing. And I think that, that, you know, that doesn't help the fact that society has these influences that make us act poorly towards women. It's just a conundrum. It's just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's murky waters for us. On you know, giving too much attention is unattractive, and not giving too much attention or not giving enough attention, it, you know, shows that you don't care. It's just there's a fine line you have to walk, and I think you'd still be a good man, and, and 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 be who you need to be for a woman to to be good. Because we're all wild animals, and we both have to be tamed. Tamed. I think that. A woman who respects you will submit. And I think a man who respects his woman and wants to be with her and has a good character will surrender. I'm not saying submission in like a, you know, religious, cultish way of, you know, she must submit. But then again, like, it's funny because the girls say this to me. They want to disagree with me. And then they agree. I don't like the way it sounds, but you're right. I'm like, well, fuck, man. What do you care how it sounds? So it's just a weird thing the way it goes and as you can kind of tell the content is going to start going in this direction in a, in a, in a way I um, kind of been avoiding this topic for a while since I started and actually I wanted to start the conversation of this podcast based on this but I just needed some time to make sure that my head was clear to make sure I didn't say anything out of anger to make sure I just didn't make any mistakes I don't want to have anybody say Hey, I heard your fucking podcast and this and this and I'm like no well I want the waters not to be murky. I want them to be clear. I want my mind to be clear. And then I state things from a position of what they are as opposed to, you know, uh, what the, what I want them to be or, or even just like just the, where anger takes me and leads me. It, it's just a it's a crazy thing. So why is it that we are encouraged by society to act poorly towards women? And then on the woman's side, how come you put up with that behavior? Is it because you're socialized as well? This isn't necessarily the podcast where I'm just like, oh, L, L, L. I'll get back to that. But, you know, there's certain conversations that I want to have as well. I want feedback on that, too. Because over the last four years, I've been doing my own research in social psychology outside of my Ph.D. program. And it's just a fascinating thing. I've talked to many people about it, too. But it's just that this is probably the most fascinating aspect about psychology is our nature. So do you like this, uh, this society's view of what a man should be? What do you think a man should be? Let me know.